I'm Lonnie Diane Rich, and this is How Story Works. We've wrapped up our opening discussion of conflict, and now we're moving into structure. I have to say, of all the elements of storytelling, structure is the one that gives writers and creators the most trouble, as it's kind of a big thing. Keeping structure tight and focused is a constant challenge, but as we break the elements of structure down into simple bite-sized concepts, you should see it become clear for you as we move forward. But the best way to learn structure is to analyze the stories you engage with, so learning structure is going to require a little elbow grease. You can certainly start with any of the narrative sources I discuss here, but remember to ask yourself questions about structure whenever you're engaging with any narrative. That's the absolute best way to shift these concepts from something you kind of get intellectually to something you fully understand. It's going to take some time. Be prepared to listen to these episodes over and over to absorb it all. Structure was the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around, and it's okay to struggle. That's part of the learning process. Part of the reason why structure can be such a challenge to understand is that it, more than anything else in storytelling, can vary so broadly. If every single story followed one specific structure, it's easier to understand, which is why during this section of the How Story Works course, I'm going to show you the standard three-act structure that most books and movies will follow. But in the end, you can't just follow a formula for structure. You have to understand it at a core level, and that means time and dedication and independent study. But let's start at the very beginning of structure theory. First, let's talk about what people think story structure is. Something happens. Then something else happens. Then something else happens. Then something else happens. Then something else happens. Then things stop happening and it's over. Technically, that's true. Fair enough. Structure is absolutely a series of stuff happening. But of course, as with pretty much everything else on this big blue marble, it's more nuanced than that. Here's what story structure really is. A protagonist wants something, so he takes action. An antagonist wants an opposing thing, so she blocks the protagonist. The protagonist zigs, the antagonist zags. The protagonist must try harder, do more, be better. Lather, rinse, repeat, constantly escalating, which means making things worse, harder, more dangerous, raising the stakes. In the end, someone wins. Again, doesn't matter who wins, just that someone wins and the conflict is resolved. And after that conflict is resolved, the world has changed. And that's structure. A story is a pattern of events with meaning. Structure is how those events are sequenced. Let's revisit our train metaphor. Did I bring up the train metaphor yet? I can't remember. Am I going to search through my scripts and find out? I probably should. I definitely could, but I'm not going to. Let's say story is a train, right? Conflict is the fuel, the energy that keeps it moving. Structure is the track it runs on. Without structure, that train is just sitting there, engine running, going nowhere. The purpose of structure is to take your central narrative conflict, remember PGAG, protagonist goal, antagonist goal, and move it forward. Structure escalates that central narrative conflict, making things worse and worse and worse, harder and harder and harder, until finally one side wins and a climax is reached. 
Afterward, we have the resolution, which shows us how the world has changed. And that's the thing. Remember way back in episode two, before we even started in on conflict, when I talked about what meaning means? Meaning comes from change, and structure shows us how that change came about so that we can understand what the meaning of the story is. Structure is a meaning delivery mechanism. That's no small thing, because meaning is the whole point of story. Story is a pattern of events with meaning. Without structure to deliver that meaning, to deliver that change in the world, story is just a bunch of things happening. This happens, then this happens, then this happens, then things stop happening. There's no meaning there. With structure, something happens. It sets off the central narrative conflict. The conflict escalates. The stakes get higher, the tasks more difficult and more dangerous. And finally, the conflict is resolved and the world is different. Next time, we're going to talk about a very specific structure, the three-act structure, which is the basis of most story formulas that are out there, to illustrate this point. But before we even go there, I want to make it clear that any structure that does this thing sets up a conflict, escalates it, climaxes it, and gives us a resolution showing us how the world has changed will work. That's the basic structure. Conflict starts, conflict escalates, Conflict resolves, the world has changed. So while we're talking about structure and focusing on a specific structure as an example, remember that any structure that meets those basic criteria will work. Okay, structure's a brain fuck, so I'm going to let you guys just sit with that for a little while. We'll get into the weeds with Aristotle next time. So today's question came via email from someone who didn't say specifically that it was for the show. So I'm not going to share her name, but it was a really great question that I think is applicable to a lot of writers. So I wanted to share it here with you guys today. The question is, I'm not a writer and have no story burning to get out, but I have an overwhelming desire to write. Can you help? Where do I start? Now, I'm going to start by copping to the fact that the advice I'm about to give is not my original advice. I've heard it a million times from a bunch of different sources, and most often I've heard it referred to as the Pomodoro method, referencing those tomato-shaped kitchen timers that are all the rage at any home goods store. Most recently, I heard this method espoused in Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic, and Gilbert is no slouch when it comes to creativity. I've also promoted this idea in my podcast, calling it Novel Engage. But really, this method applies to anything you want to do, anything, writing, reading, exercise, whatever. Set an amount of easy, achievable time, 20 minutes tends to be the standard, doing that thing or doing nothing. Here's how it works specifically for writing, but really seriously, you can apply this to anything. So for writing, figure out your preferred method, computer, longhand in a notebook, writing on the wall, doesn't matter. Set a timer on your phone. Some people like to use those little kitchen timers so they have something mechanical. Again, doesn't matter. What matters is that the method you choose feels right to you. Every day, or at least as often as you possibly can, set that timer. Start with 20 minutes. At the end of those 20 minutes, if you want to keep going, keep going. If not, you can stop. But during those 20 minutes, you must sit either with the blank page on your preferred writing software or the blank page physically in front of you and nothing else. No two dots, no angry birds, no crayons, no crochet, no doodling, no internet, no email, no nothing. If you don't write, 
you sit there staring at a blank page for 20 minutes. And if you don't write anything, that's not a fail state. You did your part. You showed up. Do that every day. Doesn't matter what you write. You can write your thoughts like a diary or a journal. You can start a novel or a short story one day and do something entirely different the next day. Does not matter. That's how you get started. Once the habit is formed, everything else will flow. You just have to show up every day at the same time if possible. This is a nod to your creative source that you're ready. You're doing your part. Once your creative source knows you're serious, She'll provide the inspiration you need to get the words down. So that takes care of everything for today. If you have questions you'd like me to answer on the show, email me at Lonnie at Chipperish.com or contact me on Twitter at Lonnie Diane Rich or at Chipperish with the hashtag HowStoryWorks. And if you'd like to discuss what we talked about here today with other listeners, join the Chipperish Forum at Chipperish.com slash forum. Thanks so much, and I'll see you later. Bye.